Hello, fellow listeners. Welcome back to Scoops. Special episode here. We're going to have a month off, as we said. But our guests, we had we have more guests again. Steve and Tara, America's favorite guests, are back. Uh, they wanted to come back on post-Super Bowl. And, of course, Kenan did, too. She loves the limelight. Her godfather taught her well. Uh, but we're back again. Special episode here. Uh, pre not, not quite a March Madness preview yet, but IU, let's just say they're dwindling towards bubble territory. This post is pressed here. Uh, they've lost five straight, last four in on many, many mock brackets, so they need to get a win against Maryland this week. Kenna, Kenna knows the bubble is no place to live. COVID bubble, eh. But speaking of that, let's get a quick mask ran in because this is the hallmark of the show. So actually, great news, though. Allegedly, the district where I teach, the unknown district, with the only county in the state with the mask mandate, it expires March 4th. And then the school finally said by a fourth, four to three motion that the schools can be masked optional. Ken has a big smile on her face because she knows that is long overdue and freaking great news. So I will care way less about the mask data. One side doesn't affect me as much anymore. I just want to point out, you know, there's an article today from a slappy news organization. But it was, it was beating, the, beating the drum for the study that showed that masks reduce your infection rate by 56%. Cloth mask, which of course is just an absurd number. But besides that, it was literally the wearers that had the protection. So if wearing a mask is having protection, what do you care if someone else wears it for then? It really puts a fork in the whole I protect you, you protect me thing. But anyway, that's besides the point. But great news on that front. Hopefully it will actually last this time because I've been baited and switched before. And it was just infuriating. It's actually what led to the making of this podcast. So thank you for that, I suppose. But anyway, uh, along those same COVID lines. Oh, also, this will segue to, to China, but... It's interesting that those who like say that COVID is the most dangerous thing in the world and you can't even leave your house are the same ones that are like, well, don't blame China for it. Or, you know, China didn't do anything wrong. You know, we shouldn't, we, we can't get too mad at them. It's like, literally, if it's as bad as you say it is, it's all from them. They literally caused all of it and, then, and withheld information from it. But thankfully, citizens spoke out. Uh, Tara sent me this great data today about the, the Beijing Olympics. 42% lower viewership than four years ago and lowest rated Olympic on record. On record. Wow. So that's awesome news. Thank you, fellow citizens, for boycotting Beijing. Uh, Tara, anything to add to that? No, I'm just uh, thankful that people didn't tune in and that people maybe kind of care. Um, I think a lot of the athletes, especially some of them coming back, have definitely mentioned um, just some uh, like disagreements and just uh, – how upset they were with how the Olympics went down and um, some of the treatments of fellow athletes and just some of the hypocrisy that was happening, especially within the IOC while at the Olympics. And I think, honestly, on a world stage, a lot of people saw that, and that's why most people decided they didn't want to tune in. Plus, uh, probably didn't really help that there's a lot of other things happening in the world right now, so people just weren't necessarily as um, excited to watch it. But... Yeah, thankful that some people actually cared enough to not watch and not give it its views. So NBC can suck on that. Amen. And uh, despite best efforts by the media and politicians, consumers and parents, they speak the loudest. So thank you for parents making a stink about CRT, mass, whatever it may be. Thank you to consumers for not tuning into that. That's why I gotta love capitalism, man. It's a beautiful thing. Are you guys allowed to comment on the Ukraine thing, or is that something you're not allowed to say as you are? Active duty. 
I would prefer not to in a public setting. <laughs> I have a public setting. That's big time. What about you, big man? I know. Happy wife, happy life. You can give us a comment. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a good ahead. point. Happy wife, happy life. Uh, my default answer is usually interesting, and I'll go with that. Interesting that Russia has put two of their army corps, which is probably 25,000. Uh, I don't know the number of Russia, but like a corps is no, no small feat, and it's like 25,000 to 50,000 soldiers and they have them placed in two cities now in eastern ukraine and have totally invaded the country so it'll be an interesting development an interesting response um from the united states and see if anything happens with the u.n in terms of how they're gonna respond to this and we'll see what happens next but it's really unfortunate that those people in Ukraine are kind of hung out to dry right now with no action, or at least that I know of, no deliberate action from any NATO or UN countries supporting them. So it's it's really it's really a sad situation to see this happening. But there are sanctions in place, but how effective those sanctions will be are yet to be seen. And Russia's usually heavily sanctioned anyway, aren't they? I'm sure there's a more, but the sanctions will really deter them. You guys will know more than me. Yeah, uh, definitely sanctioned. Um, all based on uh, you know economics, right? So the sanctions, right. the sanctions don't work if there's no economic tie to it mm. necessarily. Well, President Biden today, when he was discussing the topic, um, also mentioned how like we're going to have these sanctions and. Just understand that, um, like, freedom isn't free. Uh, so to help other countries, we may be impacted by it here at home. So I think there's going to be a lot of things that Americans are going to see um, in the next couple days and weeks that uh, may be impacted by whatever happens in the Ukraine. Hopefully, God willing, and I'll just diffuse the situation diplomatically. Holy yeah, I saw the gas price will probably go up yet again. And honestly, I'm fine with that. I'm, you know, same with China. Like I'm all for, you know, supporting small businesses or excuse me, American businesses and paying more for goods like that. The problem I have, of course, is inflation is already seven and a half percent. And because of the, you know, limiting energy the U.S. can create, same with Europe. Europe's a mess. They have to rely on Russian oil. Well, now that's going to be no more. So now they have to they have no reliable energy because they try to go clean. Anyway, the point is, that's what bothers me, is we already got to pay more to begin with because of inflation and limiting the U.S. production of energy that now I have to pay even more because of this nonsense. So, you know, that's why the previous economic decisions were not very strong, but that's just my own uh, consumer beef. Miss Post, how are you doing, though? Talk to the people out there. Doing well. A little sad about my um, Super Bowl prediction not falling through, but... Um... I'm not... <laughs> Good segue, Miss Post. And, good segue. Uh, <laughs> really good segue. And uh, my team losing, but your team meaning Bengals. I you. I you. Okay. Yeah. 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 My Buckeyes pulled out a win out of their ass on Monday. That was not, you know, win is a win, but they didn't deserve it either. But I'll take it. Uh, so, Miss Post, tell us what you're going through when you saw your love, your, the love of your life, Joe Burrow, on the turf, writhing in pain after that scary incident in the Super Bowl. What were you thinking? Uh, well, I wasn't sure if it was going to take him out for the rest of the game, but. Um, 
I forget what it was that got injured, but I guess it was bad, but he was like, I'm going to continue with the game, I heard. And he came back in, so at least he got to finish it. I'd rather it that way than some sub come in and finish the game. I believe it was his reconstructed knee. I think it was like a sprain, though. I think it was a knee. Which I think one of us at this table told you during the game, but I know you are very upset at the time, and I understand that, though. You know, it's, it's, it's a scary moment. But anyway, Tara, congratulations. Your Rams Super Bowl champ, second time ever. You got, you got MVP, correct? Cooper Cup. You got over on the sacks. Only one here. I thought seven and a half was very high, but you got it right. It was nine. Seven for the Rams, two for the Bengals. Wasn't it seven in the second half? I think it was. Six or seven was a lot, yeah. yeah it was a lot yeah. in the second half. I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. Naturally, you're going to break down, you know, once you're fatigued. Right. You know, late in the second right. half. So I guess it logically it makes sense. Right. Uh, the score was 23-20, right? Rams won. Yeah, sounds right. So, Tara predicted 27-21. Of course, closest with that. So, Tara just knows her Rams. I did 24-21. Oh, you did 27-21? Or you did? I said 27-21. Oh, okay. Wow, so even closer than I thought. Rams said 24, or Tara said, excuse me, 24-21 Rams. I said Matthew Stafford was going to lead the game-winning drive. Right, and I said that too for field goal 34-31. Okay, very nice. Well, Tara, even better then. Great job. So, basically, Tara knows her Rams. Don't go against her. Uh, Great game, though. I think everything we could have hoped for. Uh, Bengals, I thought, man in the run too soon. And obviously, protection was terrible. If they want to get back to the big game, they got to get some guys around Burrow. I feel like their left tackle is pretty good. He's a first-rounder from Bama. But the rest, ugh. I mean, you get sacked seven-plus times in two different games in the postseason. You ain't going to protect your quarterback for that long. Yeah, it's rough, man. Joe's scrambling for his life. Um, so, I mean, Joe, I mean, great football player, great instincts. Uh, knows how not to take the big hit, though. That's what we saw in the Super Bowl. Like, he always, kind of like Tom Brady. I hate making the Tom Brady comparison because I don't want to validate Skip Bayless, right? <laughs> Although, Bruce and I have both shared the same love-hate for yes, Skip Bayless. Yes, it is interesting. I it's don't a know love-hate relationship it. with Skip Bayless. And honestly, here's a plug for the Undisputed Show. <laughs> I think it's one of the most entertaining you know, sports shows out there, right? You know, First take with Stephen yeah. A is funny, too. Unless you're a Cowboys fan, then it's miserable. Most of the time. Skip, skip, skip. Uh, you know, skip and uh, <laughs> Shannon, man, great. Uh, they play off each other well. Anyway, um, back to Joe Burrow. Like, he, he just – he's he's not the Josh Allen where he's going to take on defenders one-on-one, try to beat them. He's not going to – he's not as athletic as, like, Lamar. And I'll talk about Patrick because I have to, but Patrick just, like – he doesn't necessarily look very athletic and seem very athletic, but he gets out of all kinds of situations and makes, I mean, a lot of, you know, deep scrambles, per se, um, during the game. But Joe's just not built that way. He's more of a pocket passer, right? Um, he's not going to take the big hit, but uh, at the same time, I think what his part of his downfall was, and maybe part of the Bengals' downfall is they went away from the run game. I felt like they they had a, a good run game going during the Super Bowl, you know, the mixture with Mixon and P. Ryan. They just kind of went away from that later in the game. Um, I think there was a big drop, a drop ball at some point during the game. Um, Joe threw a pretty good pass. Um, but I think Jamar Chase, honestly, played really well, and he had that uh, first half reception, he was one-on-one with Ramsey, and I didn't think he was going to catch the ball, but he, he kind of caught it one-handed, put the second hand in there. It was just a phenomenal catch. Like I think Jamar kind of bailed, uh, bailed out Joe some of the game. But, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, to be fair, though, I mean, I mean, Joe did what he could, and, you know, when, when that line breaks down so much, I mean, it, it's so hard to – 
to be effective as a quarterback when you have less than like, you know, one and a half, you know, less than two seconds to get rid of the ball. I mean, you're not going to get anything deep. So I know, I know they live they live by the big play this year, and that was one of their one of their staples in the Cincinnati offense was you know big play or die. And, it, and if you can't hold on to the ball more than two seconds without getting sacked, it's not going to happen. Let him get a big play. And I will say they tried to run the ball in third and one a couple times, but and they failed. Mm-hmm. But again, they kept going up the middle. I mean, why right. would you want to run right at Aaron Donald? He's the best player in football. Yeah. I mean, I, I would just try to run outside a couple times. But when you can't run on third and one, you got to pass on fourth and one like they did that last drive. And yeah. defense tees off. But, yeah. Tara, let's turn it over to you. I mean, you're the expert, obviously. You know your Rams, all the prop bets, correct? Tell us your series of emotions. Uh, Scaring Kenna during the game, I might add. All <laughs> 10 listeners know that her baby was scared, but she's fine. It's good for her, builds character, whatever. Kenna whatever. has been dealing with it all season. <laughs> I'm a very enthusiastic Rams uh, supporter and uh, cannot sometimes maintain the uh, emotions and that come out of me. Um, typically, I try to hold in all screams, but... Uh, I don't usually succeed. <laughs> Therefore, awaking the child and uh, causing her to scream. So, fun times. Um, but, I don't know. I mean, I woke up on Sunday. We went to church, and we wore a Rams gear as a family. You know, it was awesome. The we Ramley. Blessed. <laughs> the Ramley. So. Yes, the Ramley. I'm an honorary member. I like that. That was that was a great touch. Um, uh, everyone, the fan favorite of church, of course. Everyone loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I had people asking me when we became Rams fans because they're so used to seeing us in Chiefs gear. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, actually, fun fact, all my life, <laughs> I just uh, support KC for obvious reasons. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, the Super Bowl started. I mean, gosh, it's always so surreal, I feel like, when it does happen. Like, big games like that, I'm always like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe we're here. Um, there are definitely moments where I was nervous. There was a lot of times I was upset. I don't think the refs were very good for the Super Bowl. Like, supposedly supposed to be the best of the best picked for the Super Bowl, and I do not think they did a good job coaching or refing. Um, and I think, I mean, they made issues on both sides. Like, I feel like the first half, it was everything went the Bengals' way. Mm-hmm. Like, constantly just... It was, it was obvious. Like, the Jalen Ramsey face mask. Yeah, I was bad. I mean, like... Everybody in that stadium, and I think around the world, is like, uh, did no one see that? That was very obvious. And it was... A second half. First play of the second half. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. Yeah. Point stands. Either way. Um, and then the whole uh, Aaron Donald practically like being uh, jumped by the entire Bengals sideline, and no one caring. <laughs> I get that he's massive, but... One against twenty seems a little on the the absurd side. <laughs> yeah, I think mean, that benefited them because it woke them up. You know, they should have let the sleeping dog lie, but that put a fire under Donald, and that was not good for the bank. That was not good. That's a good point. Yeah, that's tip. I mean, that's typical O line behavior. If there's a a play where they, I mean, so it was a clean football play. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, it was it was. It was a fringe, oh, late, late kind of hit. He was kind of going out of bounds, but it, it, he was still in bounds when he hit him. So it was, it was fair yeah. square. But typical O lineman to get up in the face of whoever hit their quarterback. Just fair. I respect that. I mean, it's part of football. It needs to happen. It's good for the game. Yeah, um, but, but I mean, yeah, there was it, definitely some jabs being thrown around, and yeah, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. Okay. So, Tara, what was going through your mind? Your, your boys are down 17-13. Stafford does his usual Stafford thing and throws a – not a terrible pick. It was kind of a drop. Not a great pass, though, but throws a pick. What you, what's going through your mind as a fan on the sideline? Uh, I, mean, I don't really remember, to be honest. I just remember it being 16-20 for a while and it feeling like there was a lot of points. It was only four points, but it felt like a lot of a lot of points to make up. <laughs> Because it was a long time. And so then, is, is this the pick we're talking about where it went off? Uh, was it Skoranek? Yeah. Skoranek. Yeah. yeah. So 17-13, they held him to a field goal 2013. And then it was like punt, punt, field goal, and then a few punts back and forth. And the Rams had that last drive, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Right. The so, last drive ate up a lot of clock. I just yeah. remember when I got to the 16-20 just feeling extremely on edge and anxious and feeling like we were down like two touchdowns. Like that's what it felt like. But... It was also then when it was, you just kind of looked at it and, like, Cooper Cup hadn't really been in the game the entire time. Like, I don't know if the Bengals were doing a good job just covering or we just weren't calling plays for him or just the opportunity didn't exist. But um, he, he'd had a few recept- or, uh, passes to him. I think he had dropped a pass. Or, no, there was also that weird where they threw back to Cup and Cup was supposed to throw to Stafford. Oh, and Stafford or overthrew him, right? Yeah, he overthrew yeah, Stafford. And that was really the only big play that uh, Coop had really been in. Um, yeah, besides the first, I think, first or second drive of the game, yeah. they threw it to, to Coop near the sideline, and he, he somehow scrambled yards after catch for, like, you know, 15, 20 oh, yards. Right. Yeah, and that after was really it up to pretty much the last drive game, of the game. ending drive. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, that in itself was extremely wild because we were down in the end zone for like i don't know forever it felt like seven seven plays i think yeah three and then the penalty and then two penalty and then i think yeah. maybe eight plays yeah, yeah and there's sure. just and then at one point i thought he was going to be completely hurt because the helmet's a helmet right that looked it looked painful yeah, and there was I, a that wasn't even called was it no, no it wasn't, it wasn't called. called oh that's right because it, i remember that yes yes and yes. then people are all complaining about how um I think there was like a defensive holding. Was yeah, coming. it was a weak call, but it was like okay, they're making up for the fact they didn't call the helmet to helmet. And the face mask. I mean, the and face mask was the most blatant. Pretty much all of these other issues that the refs didn't call all night. So I kind of. Yeah, I mean, it was really the second half though. I think the first half it was all right. Yeah, I'm not complaining about that. The second but half though, suspect. it was pretty bad. Um, but yeah, that like last seven drives we were just like we got to get in here or we're not gonna win. And I right, it just felt like if we didn't get this in. I think I would have actually cried if we lost because everyone really wanted it and you could tell it was almost like just desperate like we had to get in there somehow um but luckily old reliable happened and Coop made some crazy catch I mean like that was just the weirdest pass he like caught it like in the air like jumped up with his knees to help catch it it was like the weirdest thing some I don't know who was on him you were Apple. Was it Apple? Probably. He wasn't on him. <laughs> <laughs> but, burnt uh, toast. Dude, yeah. burnt toast. Best memes came out of the, the Super Bowl. I will say that. I mean, uh, the halftime show definitely brought out a few to include all of the upside down 50 cent memes. Yeah, that was yes. really good. That was really good. Inflation. Um, inflation <laughs> finish. <laughs> It Very inflated. Now a whole dollar. <laughs> that was fun. Well, so he was making a playoff his. Uh, one of his songs, like, that was a 2003 song, I forgot, In, in, the, the, in, the, in the Club. club. In the club. In the club. <laughs> right, so he starts off the music video, and he's in that same position, but he's actually ripped. 
you know. I didn't realize back, that. Okay. That's back cool. in 2003, um, and then he tried it again in you know, 2022, and it just you know, inflated, right? <laughs> that so, makes sense. It's big. So yeah. So I mean that that was why he started out that way. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool, but it just doesn't look the same. No. But so I mean, it was like good plan, but you know execution wasn't there. I was excited to see him because it yeah. definitely was a surprise. Yeah. Um, I definitely appreciated the halftime show. I thought it was really good. Uh, I think we could have probably done without Kendrick Lamar. I agree. Don't really know what he was doing there. No, I, Kendrick's you know a really good rapper, but. Uh, in terms of like you know style and you know whatever, I mean, not not. I good. think out of like the the people that were headlining, it was just honestly odd in the first place because he just wasn't from that generation of rappers. Yeah, that's a fair point. He so it was kind it. of weird that he was already in the mix, and then when they added in Fifty Cent, it's like okay, that made sense because he was so big back when all these other. I mean, to be fair, Eminem and Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, those are like people are still very big, but they. The era yeah, that era we were looking at yeah. is more of like the early 2000s. And obviously, Kendrick Lamar was not that. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't a bad performance. It just was like, I feel like, to be honest, I would have preferred Missy Elliott. I wish she would have been there. I love well, hasn't her. she been in the Super Bowl halftime show Yeah, before? she was with Katy Perry. But she could have come back. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Mary J. Blige has been in before, too. Yeah. It's her second time. Whatever. Mary J. Blige. With, oh, I don't it? remember who. I just know she's been. Oh. I think it was in the early 2000s, to be honest. Hmm. So, like, my take on the halftime show, like, it was good and all, but I thought it was going to be, like, super, like, overpowering. It's, uh, no, I'm saying it, it should have been, like, more overpowering. I, I agree, like, yeah. I felt like there was, you know, more to be desired. I agree. Like, it was, like, tame. I guess well, that's the best way of putting it. The NFL put so many restrictions on it, too. How? What did they do? They, I mean, if you read the articles, they were talking about how they, like, told them they couldn't do, like, Snoop wasn't allowed to do certain things. Like, he wasn't supposed to, like, rap certain lines. Dr. Dre wasn't supposed to rap his line about the police that he got in. Eminem had told him he was going to take a knee um, to, like, honor Dr. Dre. And they told him he can't take a knee because of everything that people believe the knee stands for. But he did anyway, though. He did it anyway. Uh... There are a couple of other things I can't remember right now, but I think that there was a lot of restrictions, and this was the best halftime show they could give based off maybe what they were being censored into. Right. Um, plus, obviously, those uh, songs aren't necessarily fit for television right. <laughs> in the first place. Sure. So the fact that they were even able to edit those enough and practice them to not slip something, I mean, that's got to be something. Uh, Kayla, what was your opinion? Well, I feel like it's almost the songs are fitting for a music video, but not like a live television recording. And also, it was a weird setup. Like only half the stadium really got the show. Yeah, uh, sure, yeah half, was weird. Like, I'd be like, can sure I have the the, can I have a refund on my ticket <laughs> right, for like fifty yeah. percent? The set like design that. wasn't very well yeah. thought yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like they could have done a lot more with that, or even like they could go through to the other side or something. Like, yeah, you have enough cameras. We can set that up. <laughs> not a good point. They could totally do that. Yeah, you guys always said it all on that one thing. I want to talk about the game that Tara said that last drive. Talk about them beating Cup. And OBJ was out, of course, as we know. Uh, so it's yeah. interesting. As a coach, you know, ninth grade basketball coach, I can relate to Zach Taylor. But, uh, you know, I feel like they were double teaming Cup. 
there's not much more you can do in the NFL. You can't leave that many guys wide open or one on one. But like, I, mean, I don't know. It's tough to go down by the one guy you can't let beat you. But they were putting two guys on us. I don't really yeah. know what more they can do. But I mean, that's got to eat at them that they couldn't do more to stop one guy. And it, it, it's just on the goal line. Put three guys on them. You know, you can't let Cup beat you. But you know, that's great. That's what greatness is. So just a great game and. Rams earned it, obviously. I don't like that they were a flashy team, bought their team with Von Miller and OBJ. But, you know, Donald's a beast. I like him. McVay, as my boy Skip says, egomaniac. But, great coach, got it done, and it wasn't the team I hate. Like, I don't think Browns, you can so say that they bought the team, though. Like, we've talked well, about this. I've for, like, seven years. There. Okay. I think you can you say can, they bought the team. Thanks. No, but Thank hold you. on. You can buy the players, but you can't make the players work together. So, the fact that they were able to get the people to mesh, get the people to like each other the way they do, there's, like, a team culture that does not just come from being bought. Like, you can buy a bunch of people, and they can be, like, Kyler Murray's. That's true. <laughs> you That's know what true. I mean? So, you, I mean, yes, we spent some money. We obviously have given away a lot of capital for the next foreseeable future. Totally understand that. But, I mean, when you look at it, too, like, I mean, Eric Weddle came out of retirement and help like help us get to the Super Bowl. Um, literally ruptured his peck in the Super Bowl. Oh, Wait, did boo. he really? Boo hoo. Yeah. <laughs> playing in the Super Bowl and ruptured his peck. Boo hoo. Yeah, he played the rest of the game and continued to call our de- uh, defensive yeah. plays. And now he's gonna retire again, and he's gonna go to our uh, coach high school football. I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, like OBJ, everyone thought that he was. I mean, I'm sure right. he is. I'm going to disagree with this OBJ take because I don't think many people thought he was, like, done, right? I I knew it was Baker the whole time. No, like, there's not... no doubt it was Baker the whole time holding him back. I'm not saying that. I was going to say people were saying that OBJ was, like, arrogant and just, you know, too full of himself to want to be traded off of the Browns. People were like, oh, he's just this, he's just that. He's going to go to the Rams and he's going to be useless. And it, He's actually a really good player. I agree with with both of you, actually. I think, Terry, you're right that people were – Cleveland fans were all, you know, butthurt. Excuse my phrase. I don't like that word anyway. But they were butthurt because they were saying that Cleveland's a playoff team and OBJ's just being selfish. And that turned out to be the case. He was happy in L.A. He was used a lot better, I think. And, Steve, I think you're right, though, that most people thought he was better than he was playing. And it was Baker and Eli Manning before that. But I will admit I did not think he was going to play that well in L.A. Nor I think he'd be that happy not being the man. But we'll see what the future holds. But it worked out for him. I still think he's a huge diva, obviously, and, and, and selfish in some ways. But, you know, he sacrificed to get a second chance. He was humbled. Unlike Kaepernick, he was humbled. And, you know, it worked out for him. But, of course, obviously, I'm not going to complain about Mayfield being the reason. You know, anything that points the back to the Browns that is correct. So, I'm... Fifty-one forty-nine, Steve on this one. OBJ just uh, <laughs> had successful ACL surgery. Oh, good. So, and he just, you know, he had his baby. They Hopefully, just he stays with his baby mama. The name. Um, Van Jefferson had his baby three hours after the Super Bowl win. His wife went into labor during the Super Bowl. They named him Champ. Okay, nice. I, I saw it was a perfect name. I didn't read the article though. Yeah, That's his awesome. name is Champ. Funny. And he's married. I love that. I love Very athletes. Hopefully, he's loyal to his wife. I love that. Um, I mean, there's a lot of really good family things. Uh, Andrew Whitworth. I mean, this is like thing. Andrew Whitworth, like he played uh with the names of Tyler Higby and Robert Woods 
over his heart under his jersey because oh, both nice. of them were injured and couldn't play in the Super Bowl. Is Robert Woods, he's still on the Rams, right? Yeah. yeah. See, it's funny because I thought I saw him there and I was like, no, he's not on the Rams anymore, but it wasn't. Yeah, okay. he's just been injured. It's funny. What? So right when OBJ got to the Rams, he went down. Yeah. With an oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's he's solid, man. He's solid. Yeah, he's very underrated. Yes. Yeah, very yeah, very overshadowed. As um, Cooper Cup calls him, Bobby Trees. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's pretty good. All right, so let's about halfway through here on Scoop's special episode. Who are we sponsored by today? Brought to you by, uh, let's see, what's hydroxychloroquine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we need to get a sponsor. Though. Actually, viewer, listeners, we do have enough plays to start sponsoring. We have not done it yet, but we have enough plays that we could sponsor. According to the app that we use oh, for this yeah. podcast, we could start sponsoring. So maybe next sweet. season, season two, we'll start doing that. All right, here we go. Send this out to your boys, Steven. Steven. Yeah, I probably should. But let's switch gears. Let's talk who you think the Rams will open the season. You guys know I'm a big broadcast nerd. I love to know who's playing when, what's the schedule. So let's talk the Rams, who they'll play at home that Thursday night to open the season. They have AFC West, so I think it's like uh, Broncos and Raiders, I think, from there that's home. AFC, they have the, uh, let's see, so it's they're the playing 17th Kansas, game. They're playing in Kansas City. In Kansas City. So I was thinking it would be Chiefs, but they were in L.A. for that Monday night game, so it's not L.A. again. AFC, I think they have uh, Bills. That could be an interesting one to open the season at. Ooh. I think NFC East, or I'm sorry, they have, um, I think, the Saints division. So, the so But I think it's Carolina and Atlanta, so probably won't be them. No. And then Dallas and Green Bay, one of those two probably on the road. And then, of course, the divisional game. So interesting picks here that I think open with. I'll start off. I was going to take the Cowboys because I think they're an easy draw for that game, especially in that stadium. Dallas did it last year against Tampa Bay. So I think they open with the Cowboys Thursday night. Dallas in their classic blues, which are great uniforms. They wear them very rarely, but they're great uniforms. Let's go uh, counterclockwise here, Steve. Is that next. the uh, back to the uniform? Is that the one with the white helmets? No, just gray, but the silver trim and uh, blue unis. Okay. I kind of like the Cowboys alternate unis. I think. I do too. I think they wear them too much instead of wearing the blues, but they're nice. They're okay. nice. That's fair. So if, if they're playing the Bills, you, you said they're playing the Bills. They are because the, the 17th game is like it's the team you played in its interconference from two years ago. And like first place, first place, second place, second place. So Bills won the East. Right. So And the NFC is hosting this year, so it's, it would be Bills at Rams as a 17th, or the 17th opponent would be the Bills. So play. it could be the Bills. Correct. All right, so I'm going to go with the Bills because people are already – I've heard lots of commentators saying um, – or sportscasters, pundits, whatever, whatever you want to call them, saying Josh Allen's going to win the MVP. So I think – You know you don't like that, Steve. I think uh, I think it's going to be Bills-Rams to open up the season. Okay. Yeah. Tara, what do you think? Tara, matriarch of this family. I don't know why I still like that. But what am ahead, I – I'm confused by what I'm – who do you think the Rams will open the season against at home? At home? Since they're the defending champs, that Thursday night game, who do you think? God, I hope it's not San Fran. <laughs> that, I mean, that's a decent pick. It but could be it, San Fran, it, yeah. It might be. I don't know, most division games are later in the season, though, They right? normally are. I mean, sometimes yeah. you play two teams in, like, the first four weeks. Sometimes it's, like, the last three weeks. It's kind of I depends. hope it's the Broncos, to be honest. If, if they have Rodgers, I feel like it will, it will be. If they have that's a good call. I hope it's the Broncos. I All right. Think if, if, if Rogers doesn't go there, it's not gonna be the Broncos. But I think I think the Broncos are probably a safe bet. <laughs> All right. That's an interesting. Turn over to you, Kayla. Let's post. Very interesting. <laughs> to be honest, I have no idea. No, All right. No sorry. 
I've actually never, what you I've actually never thought of this question ever, or even putting, you know. I think I said it before I left your house on the Super Bowl. So thanks for listening to what I say. But anyway, that's fine. Yeah, maybe. Uh, no, you guys know I love thinking about. It. Always looking ahead next to your schedule. Miss Post knows my my time in the fall is based on who's playing when. If I have to start rationing games, you know, like if Miss Post says I'm only watching two out of three game sets, I gotta know which one I'm watching, which one I'm not. So, uh, what? So I just realized the Los Angeles Chargers is an away game for us next year. So really, you get ten home games. That's nice. So really, wow. it could just be it could just be LA versus LA. That's two Rams at Chargers. Yeah, you're right. As the first game, that'd be pretty cool, actually. That would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll all right, we'll get give that pick to Miss Post. Miss Post is staying the Chargers, Rams, Chargers. Sure. All right, this is my favorite question. I know I give you guys this one in advance. So, which team do you think is most likely to go from last place to the Bengals, meaning to the Super Bowl, last place 2021 Super Bowl the next year? Tara, you're up first. I'm going to say something that's going to really piss off some people. All right. Going to go with the Browns. Oh. <laughs> Correction, editors know they're not in They're not in last because they had more division wins than the Ravens. So they were third. So. Yeah, they technically finished third. I mean, that's who I'm just going to pick. All right. There's no logic there. <laughs> they're my second team. Wait, why? Cause they're underdogs. Yeah, I almost let them happen. I feel bad for them. All right, it's not I a reason to cheer for him, though. Why? It's just really not. Because you, you want these – it's like the Lions. Shout out to Adam. You want the Lions to continue their misery and the Browns because it makes you feel good about your own team. It's like at least we're not Cleveland. At least we're not Detroit. At least we're not San Diego. I will say – you got to have a team. I, mean, I, would, have a team. I would be happy if the Lions could do a little bit better, but not so much better, but enough better that Jared Goff could at least like do what normal – uh, quarterback trades happen in the Rams history where they just somehow get better when they leave the Rams. So I would be happy for the Lions if that happened for them. However, I'm still just going to go with the Browns. And that's fine. But my little time in Ohio made me feel bad for all the people who really care about them. Hey, they make their choice. They can easily lead teams like I've done as I wear my Saint shirt on set today. All right, Steve, go ahead. Uh, so I'm going, I'm going based off the logical pick, and that's the Ravens because Lamar was hurt half the season. I mean, they're real explosive with him. I, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about the Ravens per se because I don't really watch them that closely. But I mean, I think they finished like eight nine. Yeah, lost well, like five six straight in the season. Yeah, I mean, I mean, without without Lamar, I mean, I think they made it. They the year prior they made it to the divisional. Playoff, and I think they lost to the. I forgot who they lost to. Bills. Divisional, the Bills. Bills. That makes yes, sense because Chiefs played the Bills in the AFC Championship game that year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the Ravens. I mean, that's the one that makes the most logical sense to me. It's probably, to be fair, it's the safest pick out of the eight. Yeah. That's a great pick. I think another obvious one, if they're intact, is Seattle. With I don't, I don't think they'll be intact. But I think Russell Wilson, obviously, they can, they can flip the script. One division two years ago. Yeah. Uh, they still have. Uh, uh, um, Adams, Jamal Adams at safety, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett still good. Yeah, so I don't think I think they will trade Wilson now. However, also Broncos could be a good pick if they get Rodgers, obviously. Or Broncos Wilson. could be a good pick. Uh, but I want to surprise you guys. This is why I want to do this question because I had something on my sleeve here. I'm going with my team for about two weeks this year, Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Give me some Jags love. Hear me out. This is a hot take, Skip Bayless S take, but hear me out. Trevor Lawrence, while not as good as Burrow was his first year, Trevor Lawrence, he's he'll be a franchise quarterback. I have no doubt. New coach, my man Urban didn't work out. Okay, that's fine. But don't discount Travis Etienne. Stud at Clemson out yeah, the whole good. year. I think he'll make a big difference. And you also remember the division is 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 garbo. You got Colts, bad, unless they get Rodgers or Wilson, but bad as of now. It's fair. Texans. Horrendous. Okay, <laughs> I think Tennessee is still good, and Henry's still a beast, but he's not going to last forever. And Tannehill, right. and, you know, Tannehill's he's plateaued. So you play a last place schedule, last place uh, NFC North teams with the Lions. They got uh, what division do they have? Um, I don't know who the South has. I don't. Oh, NFC. NFC East. So Redskins. Oh, sorry, Commanders, Commies, Giants, <laughs> Eagles. I mean, I'm telling you, man, don't sleep on the Jags. That's my pick. Give me tickets to Jacksonville. Jags, give me some free tickets for scoops. Put me in the pool there in the stadium they have. I like that pick. If the commies go to the Super Bowl, I'll just laugh. <laughs> they're, not, they're not going. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> All right, Miss Post. So your choices are Jets, Ravens, Jags, Broncos, Giants, Lions, Panthers, or Seahawks. I'm going to go with the Jags as well as you. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's why we're a great team. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, possibly new, know, new man crush, possibly Miss Post. No, Trevor Lawrence, no. <laughs> Sunshine. I think he, he I think he'll Never be inspired thoughts. by Burrow's performance and start to realize his own potential. Maybe step it up. All right, I like that, Miss Post. A few more questions here. So one, here's I have another one I have on my sleeve. So which team from this year's playoffs is most likely to miss it next year with the same starting quarterback? So like, not the Bucks, not the Packers, if it was Rodgers. The 49ers. You think they're the same starting quarterback? I mean, I don't think they want Garoppolo, but if they were to keep Garoppolo. Okay, so is that your answer then, San Fran, with Jimmy G? I would say I don't think they're going to make it. All right, let's see. I've got to think about this while Steve, while Steve goes. Um, I'll go with uh, the Raiders. Oh, that's a good pick. Yeah. Good pick. I mean, Oakland, Las Vegas. Los Angeles, whatever. Los Angeles. <laughs> whatever Raider Nation organization you want to claim. <laughs> I, I will be fair, though. They, they, there are a lot of Raiders fans out there, and I still haven't figured out why, but they just, I mean, the Raiders fans are everywhere. So, I mean, it takes a lot for me to say, but they are everywhere. Um, but yeah, I, think, I, I don't think the Raiders are going to make it. I'm, on, I'm honestly a little agitated that David Carr and Derek Derek Carr's Carr. brother, older brother, ranked um, Derek above Patrick Mahomes in the top five quarterbacks. At least Patrick was in the top five. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Sam Ocho, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's people that don't think Patrick's top five, which is a very interesting claim. Yeah, the Midwest nice way of saying you're stupid. <laughs> um, Amen to that, Steve. Yeah, but he ranked uh, – David ranks Derek number three and Patrick number four. I'm like, I don't know what kind of, like, world, loony world order – you know, he's living in, but he's not living in the, the current one. It's not like um, the Como brothers on CNN. Yeah, right, fair. <laughs> good, uh, good take there. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't get that. I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sold on the Raiders ever, really. Uh, <laughs> fair, also fair. No playoff win since 2 Second nice. behind the drop. No, I sorry, forgot third, about that. Third behind the Lions and the Dolphins. Wow, no playoff wins in 2 I forgot about that. So, I mean, Gruden, that was Gruden's year when he was No, no, that was the year with Tampa Bay. Right. And they smoked him in the Super Bowl. Who was the coach? Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, Bill Callahan. 
Oh, okay. So he he coached at Nebraska for a couple after years. Oakland. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, yeah, I don't I don't think the Raiders are making playoffs next year. That's a great. I, pick. I think I think uh, the the Chargers because all the Justin Herbert hype will finally come to fruition. And I, I, I mean, obviously, I want the Chiefs to win the division, but I think the Chargers are actually legitimate picks to win the division. And if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos, and I think they're a legitimate chip pick or legitimate chance to, you know, win the AFC West as well, or at least be the wild card. So I don't, I don't think Oakland. I mean, I think, or excuse me, Las Vegas. If Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos, then. Derek Carr becomes the fourth best quarterback in the AFC West, and they do not make the playoffs. That's a great take. Uh, I just want to start by saying I don't want to get the Mahomes hate because I feel like obviously he, was, he he wasn't overhyped his first couple of years, but you know to say the guy's a Hall of Famer or the best ever after one season is just ridiculous. But he is a generational talent. He's obviously a top top two, top three quarterback right now. Arguably top 10 all time. I don't think he's there yet, but I think he easily has a chance to be there soon just based on the way the league is and just his arm strength is absurd. But to not have him in the top five, I mean, that's just a rate, that's just a clickbait take by that guy, Acho. And then David Carr, obviously, again, I mean, you know, partially or partial to his brother, but I mean, Mahomes is no lower than third on the QB list. Depends what metric you want to use or what your criteria is, but it's Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes. Brady's allegedly retired, so really Rodgers and Mahomes, that's it. I mean, that's, that's a, it's a two-person race at this point in time, but Raiders is a good pick. Uh, I want to take the Pats because I don't think they're that good. I don't think Mac Jones is that good, but ASC East is so weak that I, I can't take the Pats. I got to take the Eagles safe pick. Oh, that's a great pick. Yeah, I think Hurts is good. I do like Hurts, but I just, I don't think they're coaching. He, he's an analytics guy. He's a big kumbaya guy. I'm, I'm not sold on him, and I think Washington will be better. I think the Giants, Giants will be better. Washington will be better. But I think Hurts, he's just not, he's limited. And I don't think they have that's enough right. weapons around him. So I'll take the Eagles. That's, that's a rare pick. I forgot about that one. Uh, and interesting, I think if Rodgers goes to Denver, I still think Chiefs are division favorites because they could be like Rodgers, his first, when Greenville, when Greenville won the Super Bowl, they were a wild card team and took a while to get going. I think I could see that happening. And Denver is great. Defensively, yeah, they're not bad, but they're not as everybody says. I think they are a quarterback away, but it's not like they have like the Rams roster or, or or hell even the Cowboys roster with their skill guys. So we'll kind of see. But I do think obviously with Rodgers they would be a contender in a playoff team, eleven, twelve wins, whatever it may be. Yeah, but I have agree. faith in have faith in your six time division winning, six straight division winning. Boys. Beat the Rock, beat the Broncos thirteen. That's right. Road That's right. That, that streak might end. That streak might end if Rodgers is there. Maybe. Yeah. All right, Miss Post. Uh, let's see. Team to miss the playoffs, so you got that made it this year. Yes, with the same quarterback, All so right. not Packers if they lose Rodgers. Oh, whatever. That was going to be oh. my. Yeah, that's a, yeah it's kind you of. Can say it, so you can say it. It's going to be want. my pick. You can say the Bengals. I honestly was going to say that at first. I kind of not a bad pick. I think. yeah. I kind of feel like their momentum is going to fall really short, especially I feel like Joe Burrow. <laughs> it's good um, good. I feel like he gets injured pretty easily, explosion. and I feel like he could totally get injured in the first couple weeks, and that could take him out. Well, I should have shared my agenda with Tarek, and my next question is, true or false, the Bengals will miss the playoffs next year. So, Miss Post, are you saying true to that? They will miss the playoffs? They might. I'm actually going to say true. Let, let, let the record show. I predicted the Browns will miss the playoffs this year. Got laughed off the set, but I was right on the money. They went 8-9. Our listener, loyal listener Phil and our loyal listener Adam, they said, oh, you're just a Browns hater. Browns are too good. Maybe maybe yeah. not make the Super Bowl, no. but they're in the playoffs oh, for sure. Brother. 
eight and nine. So I was right last year, flash in the pan, amen. So I'm going to take the Bengals. I'm going to say true. They will miss the playoffs. I think Burrow will be up and down. I think teams will figure them out. Zach Taylor will lose the other side of those gambles. Like That's he, a great point. Like there, he does. Thank you. Mr. Thomas. Thank you. So uh, I'm going Bengals. I say true. They'll miss the playoffs. Steve, what say you? Yeah. I, th- I think I already made my pick with the Raiders, but I think – uh, so, you know. Yeah. No, I, I think the Bengals is, you know, a, a pick for me. As well, um, Zach Taylor, as we saw evident in the Super Bowl, he went for it the fourth and one, I think, uh, first quarter. First drive of the game. Yeah, he got stuffed, right? Um, I think there's a lot more of that to come if he tries to do it next year. He got a lot of those fourth and shorts. This year, I don't think he's going to be so fortunate next year if he does that. Also, until – I mean, obviously, it's not fair to make judgments on their <laughs> – the Bengals offseason, you know, transactions right now, considering <laughs> we're 10 days past the Super Bowl. But unless <laughs> – kind of like what the Chiefs did last year, they bolstered their offensive line. Um, if the Bengals don't do that for whatever reason, they're not going back to the playoffs. Oh, for sure. Because I'm, I'm, I'm scared that Joe Burrow is going to be hurt and it's going to end up like, an, a, like a similar Andrew Luck situation. Great point. Right? Um so I mean, the, the, it's really up to the Bengals to to protect their most prized investment right now. And so I mean, they they have to do it. I mean, I think they're gonna do it, but until I see it, I think you know. And I'm not sure. Like Jamar's phenomenal talent. Uh, Uzama's not bad as a tight end. I mean, Boyd's good. Higgins is good. I mean, Mixon and P Ryan are good. As much as I hate to say that, <laughs> um, for other reasons. Uh, I mean, the Bengals are, are decent, right? But, I mean, if Pittsburgh gets a quarterback, right? right. Lamar's healthy. Uh, who else plays in the North? Browns. Yeah. And Browns, I will say, Browns and Steelers, even though they may have quarterback issues, both of them, Browns especially, their defenses are still good. And yeah. pass rushes are good. T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett, Calais Campbell for the Ravens. Calais, yeah. So, Bengals, uh, it's still a tough division. Former Jag there for the Jags. Yes, and Cardinals, that's right. Cardinals, that's yeah. Right. So, yeah, speaking of uh, the North, I think it's, it's – if the if the Steelers get a quarterback, it's going to be, I think, the Steelers winning that division. If they don't, I think the Ravens are going to win. Um, yeah, sorry for that, that glassware. I keep pounding the table like a dictator. <laughs> I'm dictating what I think is going to happen in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, – I don't see Cincinnati win that division next year. Um, sorry, Day faithful, but uh, <laughs> I really don't see it happening. I used to be the Ravens or the Steelers, to be honest. So uh, that's my take. All right, Tara, true or false, Bengals missed the playoffs. Oh, true. Well, wow. I'm saying they're going to miss it, so not a hot take apparently. I like wow. that. Wow. I like that. Okay. I wonder how many other like pundits and broadcasters think that too, or well, whatever. Well, since everyone's yeah. obsessed with Joe Burrow right now and decided one season on him, that they can be calling him the next Tom Brady. We'll see. Yeah, we like to wait and see here at Scoops. No, as the quote Dennis Green, we're not going to crown their asses that early. Right, you can't crown them. Gonna wait and see. Uh, all right, last question, then we'll let you go. I know y'all got to put Kenna to bed or nap time or whatever it may be. Uh, although she's so cute, we can stay here all day. Uh, all right, give me your early Super Bowl picks. Next year, Glendale's hosting Super Bowl 57, right? Oh, 57? Phoenix, right? Glendale. Phoenix, Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix, Cardinals hosting. Probably not a third straight time a team hosts Super Bowl. We'll see. Uh, but early Super Bowl situation. picks. 
Uh, if you want to start, I got to think of mine real quick. I don't really want to be basic with this pick, but I don't want to know who I got here, especially without the all-season moves yet. Okay. All right. All right. Sarah, go ahead. Chiefs Rams. Y'all have been waiting for that for about four years, so I think y'all are due. That's right. That's right. In Arrowhead, right? You guys going to go to that game? Oh, hell yeah. Try to go. Try to go. Have to bleep that out later. I thought... I thought in 2018 it was going to be the Chiefs-Rams based after that Monday Night Football game. Yeah. I forgot yeah. how – I think the Rams lost in divisional round that year. No. No, you lost. No, y'all lost to the Pats. We lost to the Pats in the conference championship. Rams made it. Remember the yeah, pass interference. Went. Oh, yeah. That, 2017 yeah, Rams made it and lost to the Falcons first game. Okay. My, my apologies. Yeah. Yeah, you're Sorry. right. Yeah. Editor's note here, Scoops. We're ready. We're ready. <laughs> yeah, the Chiefs and I are you know, falling short again. But whatever. That's <laughs> – Contrary to popular belief, that's you know the Chiefs in the playoffs, but most people think, or most people are already sick of the Chiefs. That's right. Which is weird because most of, I mean, most of the time they they fall short. So, um, yeah, I guess my bias is going to show, but I, I think it has to be the Chiefs in the AFC. Like I think their their window of Kelsey Hill um, is dwindling. Um, Mahomes will be there for a while. We can only afford to pay some of these guys for so long. So there's not going to be another tight end we're going to be able to get unless this Fortson guy comes along and does really well. He was out half the season, showed promise in the beginning of the season, got hurt, and was out for the rest. People are, I mean, people are saying, in Kansas City anyway, they're saying he's a, he's a phenomenal, um, maybe not like a Tony Gonzalez talent, but you know, r- really good talent. Um, we did we did offload uh, what's his face Anthony Hitchens. I did see that. Who was um, who clear up some cap space and shout out to Anthony Hitchens. He'll never listen to this, but he did a really good job as one of our, one of our great uh, linebackers. I mean, not like a phenomenal talent, but definitely good. Like you know, Super Bowl winning good. Um, definitely needed. Um, yeah, so we have some cap space to work with. Uh, obviously, our picks are gonna have to come through. Um, we have Anthony Ira, what's his face? Nick Bolton really came along this year. I think he led the team in tackles in the linebacker position. Um, I, I might, it might be time for, uh, Dan Sorensen to, uh, um, his contract to, uh, well, maybe not his contract, but him just to, to leave Kansas City. Cause I mean, it, he's played there for seven years, but I feel like he's getting worse and worse every season. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the defense is sus- suspect, I think. As it's been the last five years, <laughs> not all much has changed. I know everybody loves talking about Steve Spagnola and his aggressiveness on defense, but I don't know. I don't know if the stats or the metrics are there to prove how great it's been. It's been mediocre at best most years. Um, we need another pass rusher. I mean, everybody talks about Chris Jones and how great he is. Sorry, I, I keep. I say this on. is a uh, who's going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Not you're right. a uh, not Chiefs. a not a Chiefs expose. <laughs> hey, Steve, you always have the floor on scoop. It is funny though. But you uh, always have the floor, man. All right, so I I think it has to be the Chiefs' year. Can can I make a backup pick? Sure. Go so ahead. so AFC is the Chiefs. Um, a backup for the AFC is the Bills. I think okay. those are the two best teams in the AFC. Um. I don't know how Cincinnati beat Kansas City, but regardless. 21-3, um, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, for NFC, though, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know right now. Yeah, I'm going to buy him because I can't – I think the Ravens 
besides the Chiefs, I feel like I would pick the Ravens, but I just said the Jags are the team going from last to the Super Bowl, so I can't pick the Ravens anymore. I can't pick the Colts, so I picked the Jags to be a sleeper. I do think if the Colts get Rodgers or Wilson, they will be really good, though. Um, but obviously it remains to be seen. So I got to take the Chiefs. I just think they're the best team top to bottom. Josh Allen, until I see it, not going to believe in him. Bengals take a step back. Titans step back. Pats, eh, not enough talent. Chargers need to see it. Don't think their coach is good. Raiders, obviously not that much of a contender. So I could go Chiefs, AFC. NFC's tough because I, I have no idea. Oh, Niners. Niners. If the, if the Niners somehow get Brady. Say, the rumor is Brady, and I think if he goes there, it's over. Because with that defense, they're going to be – sorry, Tara, they're going to be freaking yeah, good. Yeah, I think the Niners if, – if Brady goes to the Niners, it's – I hate our division so much. It's, it's tough. It's so tough. Yeah. And the, the NFC West is probably the toughest division overall. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think it's the AFC West after that. But if the Niners go with Trey Lance, they're not going to be that good, I don't think. No. The guy played like 12 games of football in North Dakota State, so let's no. not get carried yeah, away. I don't know why people are, are so high on him. I haven't figured that one out yet, but may, may, maybe he is good, but we'll see. So I'm going to – I don't want to say Chiefs-Niners, though, because I think that's too basic, and Brady might even go to San Fran. That's kind of far-fetched still. So this is going to be a bad pick, though. But I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm out of options. I'm going with the boys. Chiefs, Cowboys. I mean, I don't, I don't trust Dallas at all. I don't think they're that good, but their division is weak. Division's weak. I do think McCarthy. He's not great. Obviously, he's not as good as I thought he was. But I don't know, man. Who else am I gonna pick? Not picking the Packers. Not picking the Vikings. Not picking the Saints or Bucks without Brady. Correct. Not. I, I would say the Rams again, but come on, Chiefs, Rams. This is too basic. So I guess I mean I, I don't. I don't. So I don't, don't bet this kids at home, but Chiefs, Cowboys, just because who the hell else am I gonna take? I'm, I'm not gonna laugh at that pick. Normally, I would with the Cowboys. <laughs> Because I clown on them so much, but yes, like yes. I, I don't know how this this offseason for the Rams. I don't know who they can keep with their right. with their salary. That's the biggest issue. Like obviously all the talent they have, all the talent in the world. I don't know who they can keep. Right, you know with the salary cap. Um, so yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna make fun of the Cowboys pick because I think they are actually legitimate. Um, it, they need everybody to stay healthy. I mean, obviously every team needs everybody to stay healthy. But I mean, I mean, Dak has shown, I mean, greatness. But yeah. I mean, he just can't stay healthy. And I think San Fran was a bad matchup for him. So was Arizona, but San Fran was worse. I think. I will say though, if Brady, if Brady or Rodgers goes to San Fran, Niners, Chiefs, Niners win. I think Niners. Their defense is too good. Nick Bosa is too good. Bosa's great. And and they got Warner. I mean, Shanahan. I love a good old school team. That's why I picked them the first in the title game. Sorry, Tara. I love an old school team. Run first team. Uh, anyway, but Cowboys, Chiefs, as of now. Clown me later, Adam and Phil, in about 12 months, 11 months, clown me for this pick. And I, I own any pick I make. I own it here on Scoops. Close us out, Miss Post. I'm going to say Chiefs and somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> Unknown. I like that. Unknown. It just depends on where different quarterbacks are going and who gets that pick. Amen. The first round pick. Chiefs are reliable. I mean, you know what you're going to get with them. I mean, they got the best offense in football, arguably the best coach in football. I mean, besides, I mean, Belichick's up there, but, I mean, Belichick has a lot to prove without TB12, so losing record without Tom Brady. Fun fact for you kids out there, Google Belichick with the Browns. He actually coached there. Google it. That's right, yeah. Google it. And then he was with the Jets for a couple of days. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> in the offseason. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, well, thanks again. Always great to have you guys on. If you want to do another episode next week, you know we're always we're always game. But if not, we'll probably wait till a few weeks from now. March Madness preview. Make our picks. Fill out your brackets. A great time of year. Steve, watch some hoops. Don't watch college baseball yet. You got five months to do that. You're right, man. I got. I'm I'm all on the baseball train. I'm trying to make it happen and manifest. You know, basically <laughs> baseball, but it's really rough right now. 
This is the last time I can say this to Adam, hopefully forever, without it being optional. So, Adam, take <laughs> off the mask. You have <laughs> over a week to go. Just take it off now. He'll probably wear three just to troll me on Sunday. Actually, I, wear three, Adam. I dare you. Wear three. Wear your hazmat suit and show up to 607 <laughs> East 7th Street for your last hurrah as uh, the Corona bro that we know you are. Except... He, not even Adam would keep wearing a mask when the time passes because he knows it's stupid. But I, I respect being trolled like that, Adam. This post, final parting shots. Tell, tell Adam. You're a woman. Tell him. Tell him. No, thanks. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this post is the less blunt half out of the Scoops team. Yes. Um, your thoughts. Parting thoughts. <laughs> Like Stay it. safe out there. Again, don't wear a mask. If you want to get your booster, get it. Otherwise, live your life, man. It's a great time to be alive. Always great to be an American here. Despite what the far left and the far right say, no country compares to this beautiful green earth. So we're a patriotic show here at Scoops. American made. So any product we have here will be made in America once we make it big time. Tweet that out. Tweet that out, folks. At Coach Thomas 2021. Big game for my boys this weekend. Senior night and then tournaments. We might get our rival sectional final. That's the way it should be. We snapped an 11-game losing streak earlier this year to them. Wow. But they've won seven straight yeah. sectionals, so it's going to be you got to earn it, baby. That's what it should be, though, so I'm excited about that. The listeners know what state we're broadcasting from, right? They should. They should. Okay. Well, I'll just say I want, I want to end the state. Thank you. But, you know. In 40, it's the heartland of hoops. Right. In 49 other states, <laughs> it's just basketball. But this is... Blank. Blank basketball. That's right. <laughs> I like that. Oh, yeah. I like that. All right, but anyway, take care, everybody, and uh, see you soon. Bye.